Panthers Halftime Report. A look at the first half and what's ahead for the Panthers. Now, Dave Cohen. All right, thank you, Jeff. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, downtown Atlanta. Weather-wise, great weather tonight for college football. Sean Elliott, Georgia State right now in the locker room, holding on to a one-point lead and a low-scoring game over visiting Troy. We got a 7-6 ball game. Again, coming up, Harper will check the uh, first-half stats. We'll look at the scores around the Sunbelt Conference. We're in the middle of college football already. They're talking about college basketball, which gets underway in less than 50 days. I know Jonas Hayes and the Panthers have already started practicing just up the street at the Georgia State Convocation Center. The guy that's got maybe the nicest locker room here at Center Park Stadium is the baseball coach. He joins me right now. That's Brad Stomp, uh, Stromdahl. They base everything here out of Center Park Stadium while playing their games out at the ballpark at Panthersville. Coach, great to see you. It won't be long before talking about college baseball and and georgia state baseball coming off yet another 30 win season and i thought a really good showing in montgomery at the sunbelt conference baseball tournament but uh good to see you great to have you with us up here in the uh, radio booth and uh, i guess in your world it's always baseball season isn't it oh it is dave it's uh it's great to be here today and you know like you say we just have uh, such a such a good uh, environment here that we are able to, to participate in in the locker rooms and facilities and just being up here and, and being with you guys and watching this football game and seeing the fans it's uh, it's 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 truly uh, a wonderful experience and our guys are all here it's just it's it's really got a good feel to you know going into the spring for us I mean we're in the middle of our fall right now and really just kind of the dog days a little bit getting through just you know your pitch counts and your innings and your your, you know, your, your just practices, but, um, you know, just really, really optimistic for this upcoming year. Like you said, uh, you know, back-to-back 30-win seasons, you know, coming into our uh, our fifth year out of COVID. And um, just I, I think that this year is, is going to be better than we've, we've ever been able to uh, – to, to do on the field and I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing what we can do and it's uh, it's, it's exciting because every year we've made a, a significant step forward uh, facility wise locker room wise baseball <clears throat> baseball wise um, and I think that everything we've done leads up to you know what we're going to be able to do this year well that leads me into uh, my next point a recruiting pitch tell Panther <laughs> listeners because again they look at this facility and they see college football Georgia State baseball has a pretty large presence here at Center Park Stadium as well. We play at the ballpark at Panthersville, but everything is housed and based here at the stadium. Yeah, no, it's, uh, it's you know, so what Charlie and, uh, you know, the administration did, you know, when, when we first took over Turner Field and, you know, created Center Park is they kept um, the original footprint of the Atlanta Braves. And so everything that the Braves had, we currently have. And, you know, we've, you know, put in carpet and done, you know, done some, some things to, you know, spice up the walls. But, you know, for the most part, we have indoor cages, we have indoor mounds, we have an indoor weight room. Um, we have, I think, five coaches' offices. We have, I think, 47 lockers that, you know, it's a big league locker room. I mean, and we kept some of the, the Braves script from up top and it has all their championships and their rings. And it's just a really, really super, 
unique environments in college baseball to be able to have, you know, a former Major League Baseball team's locker room and all the amenities that go along with it, full kitchen, full, um, you know, we have a sleeper room that we've turned one of the suites into because there's kind of so much space that we're not exactly sure what to do with it um, come next. I mean, I wanted to make a golf simulator down there because why not? Uh, but, you know, everything that we do have down there is, is first class and state of the art. And, you know, we've upgraded the technology. And so, you know, what we're able to do here at Center Park Stadium is do everything but, like, actually hit um, a real baseball in batting practice. And so, you know, we're able to practice out uh, out on the field. And, you know, we have throwdown bases and lines. And um, we, we take BP with, uh, you know, kind of dimple balls that, that kind of are making their way into the, the new world. But, um, you know, we have a video room that's state of the art. We have all of the high-speed cameras. And, you know, just kind of really just everything that you possibly could need to continue to, you know, take the next steps forward within our conference and within the nation and put ourselves in a position to, to go to a regional and hopefully win it and see what happens after that, Dave. Well, and anybody that follows Georgia State Athletics or Georgia State Baseball knows that someday, and I don't know when that day will be, there will be a college baseball stadium built on the footprint and the property that was Atlanta Fulton County Stadium. Uh, that'll be great when that happens. In the meantime, you make you make do with the, the current situation. As you said, you got a great situation here at the stadium. You continue to improve a little by little uh, the facility out at the ballpark at Panthersville. And I say that because just like in college football and in college basketball, in the Sun Belt now, you've got an arms race with regards to facilities. And you travel around, we travel around, you see what the other Sun Belt schools are playing in and with. And, you know, some would argue, you might be one of them, that as good as Sun Belt football is, as good as Sun Belt basketball is, sending four teams to a regional last year, Sun Belt baseball is as good as it's ever been right now. Oh, there's no question about it. I think that we're a Power Five baseball conference, um, really, without even, you know, the numbers have supported it over the last three or four years. I think we'd six in the or five in the year before, but if Southern Miss and those guys were in the in the conference, uh, we would have had a, two host teams with Southern or with Jordan Southern and with. Uh, with Southern Miss, and you know, this last year, Coastal and um, Southern Miss also, Southern Miss and Coastal hosted. So, you know, just when you talk about the power of baseball in our conference and the arms race and all of those things that, you know, kind of go into what the next step is for baseball. I mean, it's it's uh, it's really fun to be able to fly to some of these places and go to some of these places. And, you know, even what Troy's done with some of their stuff, it's, it's um, you know, it's kind of keeping up with the Joneses, if you will. But, you know, what we try to do is we, we really utilize what we have here. And we have probably some of the best recruiting base in the country um, in my opinion, and being downtown Atlanta, um, you know, we we absolutely have a chance to be in a top 25 program with a brand new facility or without one. And I think that we embrace that and, and we go and, and take a hard hat lunch bucket approach to, you know, being on a Panthersville drive. And we have some unique uh, we have some unique uh, things that we have to deal with. But, you know, I think that everybody does. I mean, I think that there's a barrier to entry with everything and everyone has their has their limitations and their um, just the, the things that they do really well. And so we, we embrace what we are, and I think that it's worked really well the last few years as we're continuing to grow and build and, you know, create a create a culture and create some, um, you know, just really some, some energy around the baseball program. And so, you know, as we go into this year, it kind of alludes to what I, what I was talking about earlier. Is it's just it's really exciting to be able to see 
what has happened and know where we were five, six, seven years ago and know where we're at now within Georgia State Athletics as a whole, within the baseball program, within our conference. I mean, there's so many things that just continue to take steps forward each and every single year. And so um, I, I, I really am hopefully optimistic. And the, the transfer portal was really good to us. Um, there's so many good things that have happened because of location, because of the things that we've been able to do and, um, you know, the conference that we're in. So, you know, the future is just incredibly bright in every aspect that we have um, within baseball, within athletics. And, um, you know, we're going to put up hopefully 21 here and put, leave them at zero and, uh, you know, hopefully run away with this game in the second half. But I'm, I'm excited for the future and I'm excited what we're doing and, um, you know, really looking forward to actually just, you know, throwing that first pitch in February. All right, last question before we let you go. We talk about the transfer portal with Coach Elliott and with Jonas Hayes. How's the transfer portal working for Georgia State, and how is it in college baseball? Very similar to what we're seeing in these these other two sports. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that it's 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 each each sport and each school. I think it's completely unique and individual to that team, with how they approach it, how they what their philosophy is, and so you know what we found is that. Um, we didn't go and we didn't try to do a deep dive early in the portal. Um, we made sure that we were on the right kids because I feel like some of the schools are going to get what they need and what they want right away with NIL, uh, with, with, with some of the stuff that they're doing. And so we waited towards the end, um, and we were really, really fortunate with what we did. We, we created a relationship with those guys that we talked to, um, and we were able to come out on top over a lot of SEC, ACC schools because of the uniqueness of this place and because of our coaching staff and because of what we've been able to do the next couple last couple years and then what we you know kind of sell them what they can be a part of moving forward and so transfer portal has been great for us um you know we haven't really been hurt by it necessarily we've lost some kids to it for sure um that we didn't want to leave but you know that's part of the business nowadays and so you understand that going into it and so the the pivot isn't oh woe is me the pivot has to be, hey, how can we get better with this this extra scholarship dollar or this slot or whatever it was. Coach, always great to see you. We'll be talking a lot more college baseball as uh, we move along here. And uh, appreciate you coming up here, hanging out with us a little bit in the radio booth and talking Panther baseball. Thanks, Dave. Appreciate it. All right, that's Georgia State's head baseball coach, Brad Stromdahl. Always good to get a visit from uh, Coach here at Center Park Stadium, Georgia State. A one-point lead over Troy, 7-6. As we get ready for the second half here in Atlanta, Harper's back after this two-minute timeout. He'll take a look at our first-half stats coming up uh, again after this timeout. Two-minute break here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale. More than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 
Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. The Panthers play here on 97.5 Glory FM online at WGTJradio.com. It's halftime. We go back to Atlanta with Dave Cohen and Harper LaBelle. Well, let's take a look at stats. Dave had a great interview, and we talked a little baseball. Now let's get back to football. Most important stat of all is the score. Georgia State's leading 7-6 at the half. Troy was, uh, they had 13 rushes for 46 yards. They had 151 yards in the air. Total of 30 plays, 197 yards for the Trojans. They had two penalties for 15 yards. Their time of possession, uh, they led in the first half. They had the ball for a little over 16 minutes, 16.02 to be exact. They were one of five on third downs. They had two chances in the red zone. They scored on both. They were field goals. Kamani Vidal and Damian Taylor, both rushers for the Troy Trojans, had 21 each. Gunnar Watson had one carry for four yards. Gunnar Watson was 13 of 17, no touchdowns. He did have that one interception there late in the half. He had 151 yards in the air. The leading receiver was Jabri Barbary at four for 87 yards. Devontae Ross had three receptions for 17. Deshaun Stoudemire had two for 13. And Peyton Higgins had one for 18 yards. Their leading tackler was Oshai Fletcher. He had five. Jordan Stringer had four. Del Pettis and Jaden McDonald had three each. Now for the good guys. Georgia State rushed the ball 14 times for 65 yards. They had 119 in the air, a total of 33 plays, 184 total yards. Three penalties for the Panthers, 20 yards total. Two seconds under, 14 minutes of possession. So it was a little more than two minutes advantage to the Troy Trojans. Dave's favorite stat is third down. Panthers were three of eight on third down. They had two chances in the red zone. They scored on one of those. Marcus Carroll on nine carries had 42 yards. He averaged 4.7. Darren Granger had five carries for 23 yards. He averaged 4.6. In the air, Darren Granger was 13 for 19. He did have one interception, no touchdowns. As I, as I mentioned, 119 yards for him. Leading receiver for the Panther, Robert Lewis. Four receptions for 55 yards. Marcus Carroll had three for 37. Amon Green had three. He had 20 yards total. Jakari Carter had two, but one of them, he lost six yards, and he ended up with zero for the net. John Trey Hunter had five. So did Justin uh, Abraham. They both had five tackles. Henry Bryan had four, and amongst other Panthers was Isaiah Guy. We haven't mentioned his name much, but he had a great first half. He had three total tackles. Georgia State ahead, seven to six at the half. All right, those are the first half stats. Time now to take a listen to our first half audio highlights. Georgia State against seven, Troy six, and Darren Granger, unfortunately, with the Panthers steaming downfield, was intercepted for the first time this year by O'Shai Fletcher. 
Panther defense, though, rose to the occasion. Scott Taylor Renfro on a 12-play, 93-yard drive that stalled. Kicks a 22-yard field goal. Those were the only points in the first quarter. Troy took a 3-0 lead into the second quarter, and they would only get another field goal, ending a 10-play, 4-yard drive with a 38-yard field goal. And early in the second quarter, Troy had a 6-0 lead. Georgia State put together a long, sustained drive. How about this one? 15 plays, 75 yards in 6 minutes and 7 seconds. I thought they scored before they did. Those were offensive linemen that were barreling into the end zone. But on the 15th play, Granger with the handoff to Marcus Carroll on this play. Snap to Darren. Hands it off again, Marcus. Carroll into the end zone. That time he got in. That's a Georgia State touchdown. His ninth rushing touchdown of the season. And Harper, the Panthers have tied the game at 6. 6.07, time of the drive. Rickman with the point after. And the Panthers have the 7-6 lead. Big play defensively. Georgia State a takeaway as Troy is driving. And number 29, Tyge Leach picks off. This Gunner Watson pass with 138 remaining. Watson rears back and oh, it's nice intercepted shot. on the far side. Ty G. Leach comes up with a pick and the Panthers will get the ball now with 138 to go. So Ty G. Leach with the interception and Georgia State shuts the door, slams the door on Gunner Watson and Troy. And the Panthers are going to take a one-point lead here into the second half. Quick update on our Sunbelt Conference college football scoreboard. Yeah, a little surprise. I'm going to start with Appalachian State is in Monroe, Louisiana, taking UL Monroe. They're trailing 13 to nothing in the first quarter. So that's uh, one of the interesting ones. Coastal Carolina and Georgia Southern are tied in the second quarter. Two minutes left to go. That one is at 14. Texas State is up on the road at Southern Miss. It's 35-10. There, and Arkansas State beat Massachusetts 52-28 earlier today. Marshall stays undefeated. They're 4-0. They beat Old Dominion 41-35. Minnesota at home beats Louisiana 35-24 in that one. And James Madison stays undefeated as well. They're 5-0 at home. They end up beating South Alabama 31-23. Boy, if we had played UMass, we would have been a perfect hopefully 3-0 and in those New England states. Yeah, get we would have been New England uh, get state a, champions Get us a now. game at University of New Hampshire, and we'd be off and running. Second half underway. On the big return there is Devontae Ross, and he's up across the 25. Would you throw Maine in there as well, Dave? They're, yep. they're part of that. Well, we, we, we struggled when we were at Maine. I'm we just sure say did. That. We sure did. I never felt more sure of the fact that we were going to play well. That was Bill Curry's last game as head football coach at Georgia State. They'd had such a fantastic week of practice. Felt so good about that game, even though it was a little chilly up there. A little? A you little. were in the booth. I had to go down on the field because Sam didn't want to make that trip. Oh, my goodness, it was cold. Yeah, that game was a little uh, on the ugly side. should be a penalty side. right now. They broke a huddle with uh, too many guys. Yep. Well, they're not going to get it. So they're going to start out at their own 25 after the return. First and 10, they're going to run the football with Vidal. He's going to get dragged down. That's going to be a loss of two or three yards. Justin Abraham reading that from the outside, just sprinting from the other side of the field to be able to get Vidal for, well, they'll give him forward progress, minus two, but another tackle for loss for number 48. So it'll bring up second down at 12 now. They'll spot the ball back at the 23. Troy left to right here in the third quarter. Watson looking over to the Trojan sideline as the play is signaled in. They're going to stick a couple of wideouts here on the near side. 
And they put a man in motion. Here's the snap to Watson. He'll throw underneath. It's incomplete. And I'm looking around. No flags. Deshaun Stoudemire was the intended receiver. It'll bring up third down and 12 now for Troy. I think Cody Jones is pretty happy there's no flag. I don't know if he held on to him, but it looks like we're coming out of the break. Yeah, I, yep. Cody did a good, he was actually not in position to make that play, but the ball was overthrown. Third down now and 12. Trojans just getting started here in the second half. Only 46 seconds into it, 47. Ball back at the 23. Watson, three steps back, going to unload, and got a man, and it's caught. What a diving stab there by Stoudemire. And they convert on third down with a wild pass across the middle on a slant route there by Stoudemire, diving to hold on. Well, they're going to run a play quickly so nobody can review that. Yeah. That ball hit the ground. I mean, look at the guys working the chains on the far side. They're They're still trying to get in position. Well, this might be an advantage, Troy. Let me hold on. Scott Broadway is trying to talk to us. Drilling on the field is a catch. The previous play is under video review. Okay. So they'll review it. It actually looked pretty good. I think he held on. Yeah. He 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 kept possession, if that has anything to do with it. It looks like the ball ended up hitting the ground. And there's no doubt that it did. But did it pop loose at all? Now, the one view that we're getting is he extends out, does Deshaun Stoudemire. And the ball will hit the ground, but does it pop out? Or does he keep his hands underneath it? That's the Bird Emanuel rule from the NFL. If you keep your hands underneath the ball and it doesn't hit the ground, if there's only two views that we can see, and the official down on the field does not have a camera. Now, in some conferences, they do that where they have it a camera. He does not. So he's talking to an official upstairs in a video booth to see whether or not it's a catch. I think it's I don't think there's enough to overturn it, Dave. I'll just yeah. be candid. Well Coach Elliott's trying to wave it off from the sideline, but yeah. he's looking at the line judge and he's telling him, you that's clear as a bell. He didn't catch that ball. Line linesman doesn't have anything to do with it. He's actually gonna walk away. About 18 yards on the pickup if it stands. And Scott Broadway is still visiting. Got the headphones on. If you're going to take that long, you may end up saying, okay, incomplete, so where does the clock stop? And where are you going to put the ball back? Because they already have it marked in the middle of the field on the 39. I know you're partial to long snappers. Well, we've got a minute, a second here. I wanted to send our congratulations to Panther long snapper Seth Glauzier. He's a semifinalist for the Campbell Trophy, awarded annually to the best combination of student-athlete with regards to academics, athletics, and community service. So congratulations to Seth. Yeah, great job. On that. Uh, I know some people up in Gwinnett County that know him. After video review, the ruling on the field stands. First down. Yeah, it took a while to come up with that decision. Anyways, they uh, confirmed that Seth is a great guy, and now the uh, Campbell Award 
semifinalist. Good luck to him, even if he doesn't get it to be a finalist or a semifinalist. That's that's an awesome accomplishment for a student athlete. Most people don't think about doing stuff like that. They just think I got to get my grades or I got to play ball. But his community service, obviously, being another factor that puts him uh, in a very unique category. So congratulations. First and ten from they'll mark it at the 38. Officially, ball just inside the left hash. 13:45 to go, third quarter. Georgia State a one-point lead, seven-six. Low scoring tonight here between the Panthers and the Trojans. Snap to Watson, fakes the handoff. Now he's going to unload far side of the field, and it's caught. And it looks like that'll be a Troy first down. It was Stoudemire again. Yep, Deshaun Stoudemire, the senior from Stone Mountain, Georgia. Ten yards exactly on that reception. Boy, he was wide open. Did a nice job of staying in the middle of the field and then breaking it out at the last minute. Gunner throws that little art to our linebackers and is able to complete the ball right there at the sideline. They'll spot it at the 48. First down for Troy. Watson out of the shotgun, left hash. Vidal in at running back. Put a man in motion. And Vidal's going to get to the outside. He's got room. we got a flag thrown. And there should be a flag on us for grabbing the face mask, so that'll offset. It'll still be first down, but there's a hold back at the line of scrimmage. Looks like Shamar McCollum will be called for the flag on the Panthers. Not sure who the lineman is. I know number 89, Clayton Allendike, the tight end. He got a pretty good block on the end. Once again, Scott Broadway. There are two fouls on the play. Holding. Offense. Number 67. Personal foul. Illegal horse collar tackle. Defense. Number 15. Penalties offset. Replay first down. On the Georgia State side, Terrell Gordon. And on the Troy side, Grant Betts, the left guard. Well, I don't think Terrell's in the ball game, so that was... He called 15. No. I didn't see him out there either. That was Shamar. Yeah. It's 17, mistake every 17 instead of 15. Yep. All right, so the penalty's offset. All you lose in that is a few seconds of the clock. Ball at the 48 in Troy territory. They're going to run it with Vidal up the middle. He's got room, and he'll get across the 50. All the way to the Georgia State 45. That'll be a pickup of seven. And we'll bring up second down and three. Interesting formation where both of your running backs, one on each side of the quarterback, one blocks for the other. They're both smaller backs. They're not really big guys, but he got just enough of our defensive line to spring a hole for seven yards, second down and three. Almost three minutes gone here, third quarter. Troy driving. Watson left hash, tight end in motion. They're going to hand it off now. Damian Taylor, a lot of room, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, and Taylor is going to score a touchdown from 45 yards out. A 45-yard touchdown run by Damian Taylor, the sophomore out of North Point, Alabama. The Trojans are back on top here in Atlanta, 12-7. They Made that look awfully easy on a run play like that. Well, there's no one at outside support. Uh, you have a tight end, so you've got a safety over the top, but there was nobody between the hash mark and the sideline. And uh, wide open there on that. Just a race, a sprint to the outside, and Taylor wins it. 45-yard touchdown, six plays, 75 yards. 
3.04 on the clock with the PAT to come. And the point after is up, and it is good. There by Scott Taylor Renfro. And the Trojans drive down the field and score on their first possession here in the third quarter. And they now lead Georgia State by six again here in Atlanta, 13-7. to Media timeout will take it with them. Back in 60 seconds from Atlanta tonight, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Loose Top Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium, Trojans strike on a 45-yard touchdown run on the sixth play of that drive. Six plays, 75 yards, three minutes and four seconds, and Troy now leads Georgia State 13-7. Tonight's game here in Atlanta on the radio network presented by the folks at Center Park Credit Union, proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Center Park, a community-minded credit union. Also by the Georgia State University Alumni Association, Lou Saab Kia, exit 14 on Georgia 400, coming Georgia, and by the Georgia State University Bookstore. Well, it looks like the 417-yard average that Troy has had coming into this ballgame in their previous four games will be met and maybe exceeded. Uh, they've had three big, long drives that they've had uh, so far, and they've scored on three of their six possessions. They had two punt. Well, they had a punt and an interception, and then uh, the, the half ended with them gaining only about 10 additional yards. But uh, big play for them to keep their momentum up. Now Troy's defense obviously will be a little bit amped. Let's see if the Panthers can respond by taking the lead back. Here's the kickoff ready to come, and that'll be Zach Long as their kickoff specialist. Georgia Southern leading Coastal Carolina in Statesboro at halftime tonight, 21-14. And Long with a booming end-over-end kick. And that will land actually out the back of the end zone. The ball will come out to the 25. No return opportunity there for Talik Williams. And Darren Granger and Marcus Carroll, the rest of the offensive crew, will have it. First down from the 25, Georgia State. Right to left across your radio dial here in quarter number three. Talik Williams, Darius Thompson, Amon Green will be lining up on the left side. Ball's on the right hash mark. Georgia State usually likes to set up on the far sideline on their first play after a kickoff. Snap to Granger. And Darren going to hand it off to Marcus Carroll. Running towards the Georgia State sideline. He maybe got a yard before he got dropped. 
T.J. Jackson, first in there on the tackle there for the Trojans. Boy, Jackson came out of nowhere to be able to get that. Pretty good opening, a hole that I thought Marcus was going to be able to slide through, but Jackson ends up getting around our left guard and is able to make the play for a slight maybe one-foot pickup. Second down to nine. Granger going to roll out, going to throw on the run. He throws an interception. Picked off. Here's the return here by the Trojans. On the interception for Troy is Caleb Ransaw to Harvest, Alabama. Well, Granger had gone the first four games without throwing an interception. That's his second one here tonight. And Troy's going to have fantastic field position. He's rolling out to his right and tries to throw back towards the middle of the field as he's just getting outside. Actually, he's going to the outside. I'm sorry. It was received right about where the numbers are. And uh, zone coverage. Ransaw ends up just looking at the eyes of Darren Granger and just being in the spot at the right place at the right time. Ball's thrown a little bit low right in his, above his helmet is where he makes the catch. Picks up about another five or six yards on the return before he's tackled first and ten for the Troy Trojans at the 25-yard line. Boy, big, big, big turnover there. Here's Watson. Right now, Troy smelling blood in the water. Taylor in at running back. The tight end in motion here to the near side. Trying to audibleize. They got a wide out to the left, one to the right here to the near side. Here's the snap, Watson, low snap. And he'll hand it off to Taylor, who gets swallowed up ASAP by Jordan Benzial. Jordan just squeezes his way through the guard in the center. Three-yard loss there on that play. Just nice his way through. Looks like 66 is the one who ends up missing him. He was the one standing around. That's Elijah Russ. He's had a rough night tonight. A couple of penalties, some low snaps. So Georgia State's been uh, on his mind, that's for sure. Ball back at the 28. Taylor stays in at running back. He lines up a little bit behind, just to the left of Gunnar Watson. A couple of wideouts to the left. Now they put a man in motion. Here's the snap to Watson. One step back, nowhere to go. He'll dump it off. And Taylor's got it. And Taylor lucky to get back to the 25, the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, he'll pick up three and a half. They'll put the ball just inside the 25. 24 plus if you want to do it that way. Third and long now. They'll need a full nine yards and maybe a foot or two on top of that. John Trey Hunter makes the play. Venzial comes out. Josiah Robinson, the sophomore from Apopka, Florida. Two for six of the Trojans. The late entry right now, Deshaun Stoudemire comes in. They only had ten guys on the field. Robinson in it inside linebacker. One of the two Coastal Carolina transfers. Third down and nine from the 24, and they're going to burn a timeout. I think there were about two seconds on the play clock. Gunner looked up at the last second to notice. Troy, they're first. That'll lead us into a media timeout here in Atlanta. Troy 13, Georgia State 7. Trojans threatening with the ball at the Georgia State 24-yard line. We're back after this timeout. 60-second break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family-owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 
When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Now back to Atlanta Moore, Georgia State football on 97.5 Glory FM. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle, engineer Rick Shaw, studio producer Jeff Walker back here at Center Park Stadium tonight. Shout out to those Panther fans listening on our 50,000-watt flagship in Atlanta, 88.5 FM WRAS in Gainesville, Georgia, and across Hall County in North Georgia on WGTJ 97.5 Glory FM. The GSU Athletics mobile app, as well as those folks listening online, lowcountryradio.com out of Savannah, Georgia, wrbjradio.com out of Dublin, Georgia. Wherever you're listening from tonight, appreciate you being along for the ride. And right now we're at 9.51 to go third quarter. Troy threatening with the ball after the interception. They're at the Georgia State 24 and a 13-7 lead for the Trojans. Yeah, we want to keep this as close as possible. If they get that first down and keep things going, Obviously, uh, a threat from the from the ball game perspective. The defense has done a pretty good job here tonight of of stopping Troy. They're only two for six, and one of those was in that previous possession where they scored the touchdown. One for five at halftime was Troy. So they break the huddle in a different formation. Got a tight end off the ball on the right hand side in a stack formation. He'll go back into motion. Help pass protect. They've done a real good job on third down of protecting their quarterback. There's just been a few incompletions. Vidal in the backfield. They're going to throw the football. Watson to the end zone. It's up and it's incomplete. Yeah, he, dropped it. he dropped the football. The Chris intended Lewis? receiver was it was it was Chris Lewis. Wow. Yep. Well thrown ball and he breaks away at just the right time. You give a little bit of stutter at about the 10 yard line, then you just keep going. Watson hits him. Ball right in his hands, but he's not able to make the completion. Hits hard into the wall there. Going full speed. I hope he's okay. But, yep, the ball bounces. So that'll bring up fourth and nine. They're going to go ahead and try for the field goal. Should be about 40. a 42-yarder, Dave. Is yep. that about right? Yep. 42 yards here for Scott Taylor Renfro. Ball is down. Kick is up. Plenty of distance on the way. And hit the right crossbar. The right upright. And bounces back out. Field goal. No good. And the Panthers hold defensively, and they catch a break on a long 42-yard attempt that hits the right upright. Wow, 37 yards was the long for Scott Taylor Renfro coming into the ball game. He had two field goals earlier today, so he's one. Excuse me, two for three now on the evening. Eight for ten on the season. And yep, doinks off the uh, for him the right upright. And the Panthers will take over at the 25-yard line. So here's Granger. Panthers in a good position right now. They're going to fake the handoff. Granger going to throw on the run, go downfield. He's got Talik Williams caught at the 40, 35, 30. And he's dragged down from behind by Del Pettis. Big play, Georgia State. After the miss, Troy field goal. And is it coming back? We got look at that, Harper. We got a flag all the way back 
inside the 35. Oh. How do you throw the flag at the 35-yard line if it's going to be a hold? Ineligible player downfield. Offense, number 76. Five-yard penalty. First down. My goodness. That's your left guard, Jonathan Braun, out of Anderson, South Carolina. Boyd Talik totally snuck behind Pettis down the far sideline. Made a great catch, and it's coming back. Ugh. Five-yard penalty is going to put the Panthers all the way back at the 20-yard line. First and 15 now from the 20. Well, they're not going to show that one over again. i, I got to see that where they come up with that, that call. My goodness. All right. First and 15 now for the Panthers. Snap to Granger. Darren going to step up. Got pressure. Got to escape the pocket. He's going to have to throw it out of bounds. Well, I thought he was throwing it out of bounds. He did have a receiver over on the far sideline. That's Robert Lewis. Yeah, Robert got shoved right into the middle of that Troy sideline. Refs had to go in there and kind of get him, escort him out of there. Yeah. There were a few guys that probably didn't say, you know, hey, I'm going to send you a nice little Christmas gift, and we look forward to everything. You know, there's some on the uh, Troy defense that are saying, hey, he was not out of the pocket, and he uh, didn't throw it away. Darren tonight, 119 yards, 13 of 21. Here's the snap. They go with an empty backfield, quickly dumps it out. And wow. Talik Williams made the catch. Caleb Ransaw has had a nice night yeah. this evening. Read that one like a book. Yeah, right there. And that's going to drop the Panthers even further back going the other direction. Quick little bubble screen out to the left-hand side, and there's just no time at all to set it up. Not a big the, fan the of bu bubble screens. Well, only when they work. <laughs> Remember when we ran like three or four in a row, and then we had a pick? We, we, yeah. we were Charlotte, I think. We were just moving the ball. Well, that was many years ago. All right, now well, third and forever. Yeah, third and twenty. Ball back at the fifteen-yard line. Here's Granger, takes the snap, dumps it across the middle. Pass is caught to Lee Williams. Gets to the outside. 25-30-35. He got bumped out of Boy. bounds as he came across the thirty. Run out of bounds at the thirty-two. Only had to get to the thirty-five in order to convert. And let's see what. Yeah, the Panthers great coverage decided. there by Troy. I don't know who made the tackle, but that brings up a fourth down. Talik does a good job of catching the ball in the middle of the field and just sprinting to the outside. Is that 27? I can't tell if that was John Butler at the safety coming in to sprint down the sideline to make that to make that play. The punt team comes on for the Panthers. Cade Loggins. And they're going to go it. ahead and fake it. It's going to be a handoff, and it's going to be a first down for Georgia State. And did the foot? No, did the, down. Did the ball? ball? He fumbled it. He did. Is that Travis Glover? Well, Troy says they've got it. The Travis Glover on, on the carry. Boy, if if I was a Trojan, I'd have gotten out of the way as well. Ruling as a runner is down. Part of the ball coming loose. Very like Travis stopped as if like a giant elephant waiting for a guy to get out of the way, and I'm going to go over you. Doesn't matter. He dropped the ball when he hit the ground, and that's uh, already going to be a first down. The Panthers. Needed two, they got four. They'll take over at the 37-yard line. First and ten on the left hash. Granger on the shotgun, fakes the handoff. Now steps up, unloads down the middle of the field, looking for Robert Lewis, made the catch and couldn't hold on. Wow. Oh, good coverage there by Keyshawn Swanson, the 
free safety, junior out of Pensacola. That was straight one-on-one. Boy, what a well-thrown ball. In the past, that ball would have been overthrown to the point where, ah, it's five yards too deep. He let a lot of air get underneath it, 55, 60 yards in the air. And Swanson times it up. Boy, I thought they might throw a flag on him because it looks like he hit Lewis a little bit early. All for naught at second down and 10. Snap again, Darren Granger, empty backfield. Bubble screen, far side, caught Kadarius Thompson. Thompson gets wrapped up. That's an ankle shoestring tackle. Stations on our radio network just past the top of the hour. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification. From Atlanta, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. You go, Karen. By simply understanding and updating what her insurance covers and doesn't cover now, she'll be better prepared no matter when disaster strikes. Learn other simple ways to protect your home and family before a natural disaster at ready.gov. That's ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. This is Georgia State head coach Sean Elliott. Now back to Dave and Harper in Atlanta here on 97.5. Glory FM, online at WGTJ. Fumble recovered by the offense. Well, we broke away a little longer than expected, and the Panthers fortunate to hold on to the football, but now facing fourth and 26. Well, we ran a bubble screen and lose five yards and set up quickly and try to go deep, and Darren Granger was hit. As he was releasing the ball, boy, I sure hope that that isn't one of those things where you lose, like uh, Brock Purdy with uh, San Francisco, where you have an ACL or some injury in your arm, in your elbow. But Darren is down and has not moved. All right, well, they're going to turn this into a media timeout, so we'll take it with them back in 60 seconds from Atlanta with Troy leading 13-7. 60-second break here on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia and Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale. More than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusop Kia and Coming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia and Coming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at LusabKia.com. Back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Tonight's broadcast on the radio network brought to you in part by Coke Zero Sugar and by Ford. More at Ford.com. Granger came off the field on his own accord and being tended to there by the doctors from Northside Hospital that are here as well as head uh, trainer Bob Murphy. Well, he was holding his shoulder at at points didn't want to show or reveal what may be the issue but he got hit with his arm back behind him like a pitcher 
at the furthest away from your body right before you're ready to go forward and release it. Ball was slapped out of his hand, and he went down. He wasn't hit to the point where he was going to be knocked over, but uh, he went down in pain, and the Panthers have the ball back at the 21-yard line. After getting that first down, they've been going backwards ever since. They've lost about 16 yards in the following three plays. It's going to force a punt here. Now, it didn't cost them a, a team timeout. We uh, took a break from the official, and so the network gets well, the timeout. The but it's Braves fourth game. and 27, 26. Long way to go. Yep, right at 26. We have 6.13 to go here in quarter number three. Troy leading at 13-7. Georgia State in the first four games averaging 37 points a game. They've got seven right now. Cade Loggins awaiting the long snapper. Seth Glosier. And it's a spiraling kick. And it will be fair caught just inside the 45-yard line by Del Pettis. Correction, Jabri Barber. They put both, it at the they, 42, Dave. Yep, they both both wear the number one, Barber. With a fair catch signal for us. So the 42-yard line is where Gunnar Watson and uh, the Trojans will start. Senior quarterback out of Butler, Georgia. Threw for 1,047 yards and eight touchdowns coming into tonight's ballgame. 58% completion rate. He's got great field position right now. It's tight end, Allendeek in motion. Single wide out each side. They're going to run the football this time. And Vidal gets out behind left tackle and gets run down by Justin Abraham from behind. But not before Troy's Vidal runs for a first down close to the 40. We have another injured Panther down. 14 yards on the pickup. That's Ty G. Leach, I believe. Fidel gets a great job of getting to the outside. Boy, if he broken it inside at all, there were three Panthers ready to get him, but just used the speed to get out by the numbers. And that doesn't look good for Leach. It looks like a ankle. He's being tended to right now by Bob Murphy and the uh, sports medicine staff. Knee. It's a knee. Yep. Boy, two injuries here in the last three plays for the Panthers. That's one thing that we haven't had a lot of. Nope, been fortunate through the first four games other than the tight end Chris Bird. You know, Granger on the sideline just to give an update on him. He, the tent is now no longer up, if you will. They can retract it. It's portable. Darren doesn't look like he's 100%, but I think he's going to give it a go. Yep. He's talking to those offensive linemen right now as we speak. In the meanwhile, Leach comes off the field under his own power, and they'll put the tent back up again. And Troy will take over on the right hash mark going from left to right. With the first down, they're at the 44-yard line in Panther territory. Got a wide out here and Stoudemire to the near side. They stick two wide out to the left. Here's the snap to Watson. They're going to run it with Vidal right up the middle. He just takes the whole pile with him across the 40 to the 39-yard line. Yeah, good push by the offensive line, Dave. You're absolutely right. 
That'll be about a five-yard yep. gain. Vidal stays in, lines up just to the left of Watson. Wide out near side here now is Chris Lewis. Here's the snap, Watson. They're going to keep it on the ground. And the pile again will get to about the 37-yard line. Yeah, they'll pick up two on that. Not the same push. Good, good resistance there by the Panther defense. Boy, I tell you, if they try to break stuff to the outside, it looks like everybody in the stadium defensively was looking at that ball going in between the tackles. And that's exactly where it ended up. But the outsides are wide open. But now empty backfield here on third down. Three wide to the left, two here to the near side. Here's the snap. Watson, it was low. Pressure coming from Venzial. He gets rid of it in time to Jabri Barber. And Barber picks up the first down. Yeah, short little three-yard turnaround by Barber. Jordan Venzial blitzing from the outside, forces Gunner to throw to his left. Just a quick little completion to the closest guy, and they get the first down by about a yard. Ball's at the 33. Left hash now for the Trojans. And here's the snap. They're going to dump it quickly into the hands of Stoudemire. Stoudemire stays on his feet and gets run out of bounds on the far side of the field. Well, he avoids two tackles. Yep. First of all, the coverage. I think that was Gavin Pringle missed him. Jordan Venzial missed him. He picks up another first down. He gets knocked out of bounds at the 20. So a 13-yard pickup on a play that was designed to go five yards. Jeremiah Johnson ended up being the last guy to get him out of bounds. But the Trojans have the ball now at the Georgia State 20-yard line. Watson a quick audible at the line of scrimmage. Fidal in the backfield just to his right, a little behind. Here's the snap on the way to Watson. Two steps back. He'll throw across the middle and a diving attempt there by Deshaun Stoudemire. Very similar to the catch that he made earlier. That time he's not able to hold on. Well, this one more of a dig route where he goes up the field about 10, 12 yards and breaks it flat, parallel with, with the stripes that are on the field, about the 6 or 7-yard line. That ball bounces up off his hands. I was hoping that Gavin Pringle might be able to keep it up in the air, maybe get an interception out of it, but it ends up falling for a incompletion. It's now 2nd and 10 from the 20. Barber and Lewis, wideouts here near side. Keep it on the ground with Vidal, and he will power that run across the 15 to the 14-yard line. Now Vidal just sticks his head down and moves those shoulders forward, keeps those feet churning. A couple of Panthers are bouncing off of him. They're not tackling and wrapping up as good as we have in the past earlier in the season. I'm not saying the effort's not there. It's just uh, these guys from Troy are running hard. Sure are. They've got it now at the Georgia State 14, third down and four. Man in motion is Barber here to the near side. Another low snap that Watson's able to hold on to. Lobs it towards Vidal, far corner of the end zone, makes the catch for the Troy touchdown. One-on-one -on -one coverage, little wheel route. Jordan Venziel was with him every step of the way but didn't turn back and see the ball. And a perfectly thrown ball. Boy, that's something that you do and you practice and you practice it all summer. And then when you get to do it in a game and it works like that. You know, as much as the score is important now, the time of possession. That drive there, boy, they chewed some time off the clock on that. And they've had it, the time of possession advantage throughout the whole game. 
Yep. Are they going to go for two? No. Yeah, they're going to go for two. 14-yard touchdown pass. But all stays in the game, and yep. who's going to call time? Is that Troy or us? Boy, head coach uh, John Summerall is really upset at one of the officials. Well, time has been called, but it's more like an official's timeout than I don't think. There is no timeout. The play clock should have been reset to 25 seconds. Okay. And that makes sense. Oh, what a surprise. Turn your, turn your mic off there, Scott Broadway. Only 3.25 on the clock, Dave. That's my bad. I thought they had it for a lot longer than that. Eight-play drive, 58 yards. And uh, they do have the uh, the offense still on the field as if they're going to go for two, which it looks like they are. Right now leading it 19-7. to Here's the snap to Watson. The throw is caught by the tight end. Deuncria Lewis, the junior out of Montgomery, Alabama, they convert on the two-point conversion. And now Troy leading it here in Atlanta, 21-7. You see Sean Elliott having a conversation on the sideline with a couple of players. They 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 got to play some uh, some football now. Well, the hole has, to the, the basics. Yeah, the hole has been dug, and now we're going to see if uh, Georgia State can dig themselves out of it. They've been held to the one touchdown tonight, two interceptions, and they now trail by two touchdowns, twenty-one-seven. And your starting quarterback has a dinged-up arm. Yep. And we don't know if he can throw because I haven't seen him warming up now. Uh, Michaela Colacerdo does not have a. He wears a uh, vest, uh, a bright yellow vest on the sideline so he can be visible and uh, help flash in some of the signals to Darren Granger. Uh, But he does not have his helmet on, and he does not look like he's going in. Darren does have his helmet on. i got to see him throw a ball first before I let him go back in because if he's not 100%, where's the ball going to go? All right, handling the kickoffs again. Zach Long. Now his first kick went out of bounds, but everyone since then has gone about five yards deep into the end zone. This is another booming sidewinder kick. That'll that one goes nine yards deep. Yep. Sails out of the back of the end zone. Ball will come out to the 25. Only two minutes and 42 seconds though remaining here in quarter number three. I only say that I'm a little worried about the clock right now because the offense has struggled tonight in the obvious areas. Well, what's struggled for me offensively is our running game. We only have 59 yards total, and we've been averaging about 170. All right, so from the 25, Granger is in at quarterback. There's the snap, and he's going to go ahead and tuck it and run. Cuts back up across the 25, across the 30, 35, run out of bounds at the 36-yard line. First down run there by quarterback Darren Granger on the keeper. Boy, at this time a year ago, Darren Granger goes down at the 25. But uh, he's done such a good job of keeping his balance and staying upright and using his strength. And there's a Troy 
I believe that's uh, Reddy Stewart, defensive back. And he was going to try to make a, a play there at the sideline to get Darren down, but not sure if that's a uh, – if he got hit in the stomach. Look at the right hip or knee. Well, Troy Sports Medicine crew out there tending to Reddy Stewart. That's three now, maybe four injuries where you've had to stop the game. Yeah. I know in baseball they want to speed the clock up, and and uh, especially in Major League Baseball, uh, we've had we had no game under three hours. In fact, that game in Coastal in Conway uh, last Thursday that was, that was almost a four-hour game. We're at 218 right now. All right, first and 10 from just inside the 37-yard line. Oh, we go that uh, that old formation where we have our tackles that are out by the numbers. We haven't run that at all yet this year. That was what we did against Army a couple years ago, and it worked. Ball at the 36. Clock running now. And oh. not a good exchange there between Darren and Marcus Carroll. Troy was all over it, and he was lucky to get back to the line of scrimmage. Maybe lost a lead, did lose a lost a about a half a yeah. yard. All right. I don't think Darren made the right read because we had three guys out on the far side and only two that were covering, and one of them an offensive lineman. Snap going to hand it off, Marcus Carroll. Carroll's got room, gets tackled from behind. And on the stop that time. Pick up about eight, Dave. Nice run there by Marcus Carroll. Jaden McDonald. Gets it out to the 44-yard line. Nice job of cutting back against the grain to pick up another three and fall forward. Jaden McDonald, a local kid out of Swanee. Playing for the Trojans. 135 on a turning clock. Three wide here to the near side. Ball at the Georgia State, 44, third down and two. Snap on the way to Granger. Darren going to hand it off to Marcus Carroll. And I sure hope that Marcus was able to get it, but I'm not sure. Uh, the official on the far side isn't even going to measure it. They're going to say give it to him. So they're not even going to measure it. So good job by Marcus. I know there was a push-push attempt by the offensive line. But uh, they mark it right at the 47, first down for the Panthers. First and 10, 47, inside of a minute to go here in the third quarter. They're going to run it with Marcus Carroll again. He will start out towards the sideline and then turn up field. And the pile is just going to push him backwards. You know, we were excited earlier about, when I say excited, interested to see that Louisiana Monroe Appalachian State score in Harper. What's happened since, Dave? Yeah, well, it's now 325 to go in the second quarter, Appalachian State 28. Louisiana Monroe 21. Wow. By the way, Coastal Carolina, Georgia Southern tied at 21 in there the third. Go. Here's Marcus, go, Marcus Carroll. 45 gets across the 40 to the 39-yard line. That's a first down run there for the Georgia State running back. Picked up 10 there. That uh, might the offense is going quickly as we need to, but yep. uh, we're running the ball. He's only at eight seconds left to go here in the quarter. Final play, and it's going to be a keeper here for Darren Granger. And Darren getting stood up. He'll get about three. Yep, maybe four. That'll be the final play here in the third quarter. And the Panthers will have it. 
at the 36. And the lights are off here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. They handed out those blue glow sticks, those light sticks tonight. Kind of cool as you look around Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Of course, it's much too early to cut the lights and light it blue. But uh, the blue light sticks exhibited right now. We're going to go into immediate timeout as we come out of the third quarter, head to the fourth quarter with Troy leading Georgia State. 21-7. We're back in two minutes from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Helix Blue Stop Kia in Coming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedAirSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State Football. Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta. We head to the fourth and final quarter tonight. Georgia State trying to go 5-0 for the first time ever. After going 3-0 for the first time ever. And then 4-0 for the first time ever. Right now, though, trailing Troy. 21-7. Quick update in our Sunbelt Conference football scoreboard. Yeah, Coastal Carolina has tied it up. There's 7-15 left to go in the third. It's at 21. Georgia Southern has the ball right now. Texas State is way ahead of Southern Miss in a non-division conference game. Texas State, or excuse me, that's a division. What am I saying? 42-16, Texas State over Southern Miss. And as Dave said, Appalachian State is ahead of UL Monroe. 3.06 left to go in the first half. 28-21. And those are the games that are still going on right now. Panthers on the ball. Right hash. All right. 36-yard line now. Left to right across your radio dial. The snap to Granger. Darren going to fake the handoff. Going to try to stiff arm his way. He got hit pretty hard as he spun. Once Stringer, Jordan Stringer, the linebacker, got a hold. There's no way he was given up. Well, he picks up two, but, boy, those are uh, some hard-earned yards yep. right there. Darren uh, deciding to keep it 
And now we're in a definite throwing situation. We have not thrown the ball at all here in this possession. Four of 11 on third down opportunities in the first three quarters. Where there's a bunch here on the right-hand side, three receivers, but only two defenders over in that area. I hope Darren sees that. Snap to Granger, and he's going to run this football straight ahead. Troy kind of had an inkling that was going to happen. Well shy of the first down marker, which is the 29-yard line. Yeah, he only picked up about two. Boy, he had a full head of steam and running full bore, but I believe that was Jordan Stringer that ends up just staying where he needed to. So now it's fourth down. Obviously a situation where you're going to go for it. you got to get yourself back in the ball game. Fourth down and three. Granger takes the snap, rolls out to the near side, throws as he gets hit. He was he was pursued and dropped. The quarterback was outside the pocket, receiver in the area, and therefore there's no intentional grounding. Zach Edwards there putting the pressure, number 15, a defensive end, just read through it. No one picked him up. He was on the right side and goes, skates along the line of scrimmage and is able to get enough of Darren Granger to force him to throw the ball technically nowhere. There wasn't anyone around him. Robert Lewis was the only one close. It falls incomplete turnover on downs. Troy will take over first down at their own 32. Edwards a transfer 6'3", 280 out of Starkville, Mississippi. Transferred to Troy from Louisville. And Gunnar Watson and the Trojans now will take over at their own 32-yard line. Damian Taylor in at running back. Shifts over to Watson's left. Here's the snap. And he's going to run off right tackle. He'll get up to the 35-yard line and get dropped there. Abraham and Hunter both making a nice play there. It's not at the line of scrimmage, but pretty close. Taylor ends up falling forward for about two. They'll give him three, ball at the 35. If I'm a member of the Troy coaching staff, John Summerall and the rest, they're, they're wanting to burn some clock right now so the ball will probably stay on the ground sure will Kamani Vidal's got it he's going to try to run straight ahead a big pile of uh, blue jerseys going to knock him backwards they'll give him one one with forward progress but like you said it keeps the clock running Troy leading at 21 7 yeah we probably gained maybe a couple of feet on that possession there looks like he fell forward at the end that the officials didn't see it because of the pile ball right now is at the 36 yard line and they've got to get to the 42 for a first down Watson out of the shotgun here on third down and six they're gonna go ahead and run the football running east-west is Vidal and we got a flag thrown here and coach Elliott's pointing in the direction of the face mask yep Vidal ends up grabbing him on the face max. One, it stops the clock. Two, that's a 15-yard personal foul. That's not a five-yarder like in the NFL. That's 15. More than likely inadvertent. Personal foul. Face mask. Offense, number 28. 15-yard penalty. Third down. That's one of those inadvertent penalties. If you're the runner like Vidal, you're reaching out with that right arm, that right forearm, trying to stiff arm the defender. You, you, you can straight arm, but you can't yeah. grab a guy's face mask. If you did it on the shoulder pads, there's no foul at all, never has been. But he's got a, a pretty good grip. That's on number 25. That's, that's Josiah Robinson. 
trying to make a play, and that'll that'll force a third. And boy, they need about 14 yards now for the first. No, they, I'm sorry, it's about 20. Yep. All right. Ball back at the uh, Troy 23. Watson again out of the shotgun. They stick three wideouts far side. Two steps back. He'll dump it across the middle. Caught there by Devontae Ross. Ross across the 25, up across the 30. Brought down just shy of the 35-yard line. So back to the original line of scrimmage, plus about two or three yards. And it will bring up fourth down and about eight. And the Trojan putter, Robert Cole, is set to punt the ball away. Jakari Carter standing back at the Georgia State 25-yard line. We blocked a punt earlier in the year, but we touched the the, uh, the punter beforehand. We're not going to go for it now. Nope. High snap. He gets a kick. A little wobbly, but Carter's going to signal for the fair catch. Gets knocked down inside the 30 at the 29. How do, not, how do you not call a penalty? Yep. You can't knock the guy down if he calls for a fair catch. So the Panthers will take over. It looks like at their own 29-yard line. Got a media timeout here at Center Park Stadium, 11.24 remaining. And now time begins to become an issue. Panthers trailing 21-7 here to the visiting Troy University Trojans. We're back in 60 seconds from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State Blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. All right, 11.24 to go here in the fourth and final quarter. Panthers trailing Troy 21-7. Tonight's game presented by Center Park Credit Union. Proud sponsor of Georgia State Athletics and Center Park Credit Union Stadium, a community-minded credit union. Some folks would say, Harper, that it's way too early to keep a one keep one eye on that clock, but I don't know. I'm keeping one eye on that clock right now. Well, we've been kind of sputtering offensively you mentioned dave earlier that we have been averaging 37 points a ball game and we've only got seven right now here we are in the fourth quarter so obviously some things haven't materialized the way that we like you look at the numbers 230 total yards 128 in the air and only 102 on the ground now that last possession that we had most every yard that we gained was on the ground and um We've had chances. We've had a couple of balls that have been dropped and some questionable calls in terms of our officiating with some guys that have gotten deep and made some plays, but unfortunately we haven't had any points off of that. All right, coming out of that timeout, Granger, Farhash, 
They put a man in motion in Talik Williams here to the near side. Here's the snap, and he fakes the handoff, going to throw on the run. It's caught by Robert Lewis. Lewis stays on his feet, broke a tackle, gets hit again, hit a second time, and they're going to go ahead and down that football. They'll place it at the 39-yard line. A punishing, punishing play there for Robert Lewis, but he hung right in there. Yeah, Reddy Stewart, the DB, ends up losing his helmet. He's got a full head of hair, and it's kind of long, so he has to come out. Slips loose on his attack. He tried to strip Robert from the ball. Then number five, Don Callis, ends up making a nice hit too, but they get the first out. From the 39, they'll run it this time with Marcus Carroll. He'll get kind of tackled from behind. Nothing there. Uh, uh, an over-the-shoulder reach by the Troy defender to bring Marcus down. Yeah. You keep him on green in, and you put him sometimes behind the line of scrimmage between the tackle between the guard next to the center now he goes as a true tight end right now to the outside of the tackle couple of wideouts near side to league williams now back to the far side here's the snap to granger darren gets hit as he unleashes the ball diving back and towards the ball and making the catch that's a leak making a great catch coming back to the ball yep right at the 45 yard line he was right about the sticks at 10 yards and his, his shoulders were towards the, the the quarterback. The ball was deflected. Good pressure there again from Troy. They were rushing four. But we'll take that five-yard pickup. Actually yep. six. Third down at four now from the 45-yard line. Here's the snap. The Panthers going to run it. And did Marcus, is he going to get enough for the first down? He's got to get to the 49. I think he got it. Yep, they gave it to him. Yep. So five-yard pickup there for Marcus. Nice job. That'll move the sticks. We're now inside of 10 minutes to go. Panthers have got to score a touchdown here, trailing by 14. Snap to Granger. Darren chased out of the pocket. Rolls over here to the near side. Throws on the run. Lewis caught at the 10, at the 5. Touchdown, Georgia State. They signal touchdown, Granger. Throwing near side on the run. Robert Lewis got behind the cornerback. Made the catch, yards after the catch, the touchdown. They're going to call it back, Dave. They're going to say he was down at the two. Oh, that's Those twice tonight we've had that happen. It's inside the two. They're going to look at, you have to review it anyways on a scoring play. So he catches the ball at the seven. There is no touchdown on the play. The runner's foot was down at the, at the one and a half yard line. First down. Well, it'll be first and goal. Really messing with our highlights tonight. Granger rolling out, making a great throw down the near sideline. And a really outstanding catch. Running backwards is Robert Lewis. He's not out of bounds. Well, oh, it one, yeah, one it, it foot, did go up. But one foot did go out It of landed on the ground, but then it just kind of squirts out from... But where was the ball when that happened? Yeah, the ball should be inside the one. It's a bad position, but I guarantee you we're going to run the ball here. Near hash. That's low a low snap. snap. And Marcus oh Carroll. Goodness. Boy, how did Marcus even be able to lunge towards the end zone on that one? That was not a good exchange there between Marcus and Darren. The snap almost hit the ground, and Darren did a fantastic job to get up and give it to Marcus. He was hit by two different defenders at the five, and he struggles like crazy to get the ball inside the one. Second and goal, ball at the one-yard line. Granger will come up, take the snap under center. 
And a loose fumble to football, and Troy recovered it. It was fumbled. Darren has just not had a good night tonight. And on the fumble recovery is the middle linebacker, Jaden McDonald, the kid out of Swanee. He catches the ball on the reception from the center. He goes under center to get it. And he immediately goes to pitch it to the right, and he gets his feet tangled up. Someone gets a hold of him, trips him up, and the, the ball deflects. And now Troy will take over at the 32-yard line on the fumble. Wow. So turnovers, which have been such a key part of the success for the Panthers all throughout this 4-0 start, uh, have come to bite us badly yep. here in this ballgame. Three turnovers. Two of them in the red zone. Jaden McDonald recovered it, and Troy's got it now at the 32. And they will just run the football, as you would imagine they would at this point, with 8.14 on a turning clock. Wow. Picked up less than a yard on that run there by Damian Taylor. It's now second down and nine. just inside the right hash. Troy taking their sweet time. They got 15 seconds on the play clock. Sure, don't, this is don't like blame them. this yep. is like us at Coastal. Yep. Taylor stays in it, running back to the left. Here's the snap to Watson. Fakes the handoff. Watson now looking. He's got all the time in the world, and the catch there is made. On the reception is Jabri Barber, and that's another Trojan first down. A corner route. Break into the outside. He'll get the ball out to the 47-yard line. Nice pickup for Troy. More importantly, it resets the clock. And the downs. Yep. So 7-14 on a churning clock. And it just makes it that much more difficult for us. Because you can't do anything when we get the ball back. All you can do is sit and watch the clock dwindle down. Stoudemire in motion. They're going to go ahead and run the football straight ahead with Taylor. And he will he'll get tackled right around the 49-yard line. A little pushing and shoving. Yep. Going on there. Since 79, that's uh, Blake Austin, I believe. Pushing Kevin Swint down to the ground. He tripped him over somebody. No penalty. Balls at the 49, as you mentioned, Dave. They pick up two. They get a generous spot. And now we're at 6.20. So in that one play, they burned a minute. Yep, second down and eight now. Watson signaling Dayung Crea Lewis, the tight end. Watson now going to roll, going to dump it off to Lewis. Lewis gets hit right at the Georgia State 49. Now gets driven back across the 50, but wow. forward progress will put him at the Georgia State 49-yard line. That junior tight end yep. did a great job of keeping his feet. My goodness, he had four or five Panthers try to knock him down. Total yards tonight. Troy 348, Georgia State 251. Heck of an effort there on a three-yard play. Third and four, five, four and a half. We need a big play here by our defense. Yep. 
Gunnar Watson out of the shotgun. Far hash. Taylor in it running back. In motion now is Devontae Ross. And now Watson will step up. He's going to run it. And he will. Oh, goodness gracious. He broke a tackle and dived ahead for a first down. My goodness. What is going on? Is that Ricardo Williams that had him? Or was that uh, Javon Dennis? You know, we blitzed. We brought the house. I'm sorry. It was Henry Bryant that went to make a play. Had him at the 48-49 yard line for no gain. But Gunner just ducks underneath him and slips by. Reaches his hand out like Mark Bavaro. There in that game against San Francisco, just before he goes to the sideline, he gets the first down, and another three or four minutes will tick off the clock. There's 4.50 right now. First down for the Trojans at the Georgia State 42-yard line. Watson out of the gun, and whistles as the Delay ball game. is snapped. Yep. Delay of game, offense, five-yard penalty, first down. Moving back to the 47. Troy will bring in a bunch of fresh bodies. Still be first down. Georgia State heading into an off week, which is exactly why they did not want this kind of a game heading into an off week. Next up, October 14, Thundering Herd of Marshall will be here at Center Park Stadium. Do we want to say the undefeated? Thundering herd. I don't know. They're 4-0. Watson again out of the shotgun. They're going to keep it on the ground. And nice job on that quick tackle there by Georgia Jeremiah State. Johnson. Yep. Jeremiah Johnson with a nice little read down the line of scrimmage. He was on the line as a safety at the line of scrimmage. He skates down it and chases the ball carrier down for no gain. Actually, he probably lost a yard. But more importantly, we're losing clock. It's three minutes and 49 seconds. It's still churning. It's second down and about 15. Fuchsius Lewis in it. One of the defensive tackle spots now for Georgia State. Second and 16. Ball at the 48. In Georgia State territory. Three and a half to go in this one. Watson unloads. Got a man. And it's caught by Jabri. Barber broke a tackle. Picks up more yards as he... Barrels across the 35 to the 33-yard line. 32, Dave, where they move the foot. Nope, they give it to him. Don't even think of it. He wasn't even there. <laughs> My gosh. What is that it linesman tonight? from uh, the other side. He was yard short. Come out. What is, it? what is it? They're first. What is it tonight with yards after the catch for the Trojans? Well, it's not good tackling is what it is. First second timeout. Guys do a great job of keeping their balance and getting their feet set when they're going to absorb contact. And we're just, we're arm tackling and we're not wrapping anybody up. We'll talk about it when we come back. Yep, media timeout, 325 to go. Troy 21, Georgia State 7. We're late fourth quarter. Back at 60 seconds from Atlanta, this is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, Wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody. Featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. 
this fall install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. Dave Cohen, Harper LaBelle back here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Georgia State football tonight on the radio network brought to you in part by Ticketsmarter.com and by Center Park Credit Union. A community-minded credit union. Tough one tonight to pick out, Harper, the ticket smarter, smart play of the game. We we've had we, some very not-smart game no, plays that we We don't made. have a lot to pick from yeah. tonight. Well, if you were going to say the, the opposite of smart, yeah, just a, some mistakes that were made, um, you know, just from the opening drive, Dave. You th- you, we were moving the ball right down the field. If you remember, we had one big play after another, a 15-yard uh, completion. We get the ball on a 35-yard completion into the red zone, and then there's our first interception of the year, and that just was a omen for what was going to be happening here tonight. A lot of, a lot of mistakes that Georgia State has not committed all season long uh, all turn up in this one game. And uh, right now we're trailing by 14 with 3 minutes and 25 seconds left to go, and we can't get the ball back. Troy's not the biggest team that we're going to face. They're not the fastest team we're going to face. They're not the strongest, but my goodness, they travel well. They brought their whole band. They've got five or six buses outside full of people that that made the trip. I don't know when they'll get home. Maybe they pick an hour back up, and it'll still be three or four in the morning. Um, And they're going to be very happy right now. It's always a lot better when you're coming home from a road trip late if you've got a W in your back pocket. Watson near hash. Stoudemire in motion. Here's the snap. Watson going to step up, going to throw down the near sideline. It's incomplete. Flags all over the place. Gavin Pringle covering the intended receiver, Chris Lewis. Well, they tangled up pretty much at the 30-25 yard line, but then Chris, excuse me, uh, Gavin just did not get his hands off of him, grabbed his jersey and everything. He's going to be complaining about the flag, but there's no doubt about it. Pass interference, defense, number three, spot foul, automatic first down. So fifth penalty of the night for Georgia State. It's going to be a big one. They're only going to make it ten, sorry about that. They'll place the ball at the Georgia State 21-yard line, 321 remaining, 21-7, Georgia State trailing Troy. So 11 yards net. Pick up there for Troy, but again, more importantly, we can't stop the clock. Now they've got a guy wearing number 80 playing tight end, but they don't have an 80 on their roster. So Luke Harkless, who's listed as a wide receiver, but it's his number, but that's it's almost a lineman. That's a big dude. Yeah. And there's no name on the back. All the other players have their names. So first down, the ball at the Georgia State 20-yard line. 3.21 to go. And they're going to go ahead and keep it on the ground with Kamani Vidal. He will barrel across the 20 down to about the 17-yard line. That'll be a pickup of about three. Second and seven coming Come up. Come out. Georgia State, they're second. 
Panthers will go ahead and burn a timeout here with 3.16 to go now. And that's going to lead us into yet another media timeout. And so we'll take it with them. 21-7, Georgia State trailing Troy here in Atlanta. We're back in 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Lusop Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM. 316 on the game clock to play in this one tonight. Again, an off week coming up for Georgia State. Back here in the 14th against Marshall, but right now they were really hoping to get off to a 5-0 start for the first time ever, take that 5-0 start into an off week, and then focus in on the thundering herd. And uh, this will leave, if it stays like this, a little bit of a sour taste. Well, we've never been 4-1 either, so it's well, a, still we're uh, way ahead in terms of uh, playing with house money, you know. But, yeah, this would have been a you know a beatable team and one that, uh, you know, in my opinion, isn't as good as what they were last year. But they sure came in here and said, uh, you're wrong, Harper. We, we are every bit as good. You know, they lost to James Madison. Uh, they had a big non-conference game. Beat Western Kentucky last week. Yeah. And the JMU loss was 16-14. Yeah, it was a close game. So, you know, last year I think they were a surprise. You know, they were playing on a lot of emotion and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, it's not we're not out of it yet, but uh, it, the schedule doesn't get any easier for us, Dave. We, we've played uh, some good teams, but now we're going to play some of the better teams in the conference. Snap coming up on second down at 7 at the 17. They'll hand it off to Vidal. He'll try to run in behind right guard and right tackle in that Troy offensive line. He's right back there. At, got back to the line of scrimmage. Timeout. Georgia State. Their third and final timeout. Well, and that's going to lead us into another media timeout as the Red Hat trots onto the field. So we'll take it with them. With 3.12 to go. Troy 21, Georgia State 7. Back at 60 seconds on the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Georgia temperatures change like the score in a close game. Let us help you be prepared for any season. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedearsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 
When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. Now more Georgia State football on 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. 3-12 to go here in the football game. 21-7 Georgia State trailing Troy. I guess, Harper, our ticket smarter, smart play of the game will be the, uh, I, I think we're going to give it to Ty G. Leach on the interception. He made a great play, Dave. I, I don't have any problem with that decision. If that's your final answer, Regis, I will say well done. Because there's some other good plays, but not great ones. That was a great play here tonight. And kudos to Marcus Carroll, who now has rushed for nine rushing touchdowns on the season. Okay, and he almost had a tenth. Yep. If it weren't for that fumble, we'd be uh, fighting the, you know, with with a one-score game to get the ball back. Completely different vibe. But you know, Marshall, James Madison, Appalachian State, those are our remaining home games. By the way, the last check of that game was uh, App State and Louisiana Monroe tied at 28. Who are those Warhawks? How about that? Well, it looks like Georgia Southern has taken a 10-point lead against Coastal there in Statesboro. What's the greatest thing about Statesboro, Dave? Can you remind me what that is? Yeah, when it's in your rear-view mirror. On your way out of town. Yep. What's that score? What's Hold that? on, I'm going to reboot. We still have a couple moments before. So 38 now, 21. Goodness gracious, Southern is... Uh, Still tied at 28. Texas State is ahead 42-16 against Southern Miss, and it's still tied at halftime. All right, here we go. Coming out of the timeout, third down and seven. Watson right dead center, middle of the field, and they're going to hand the football off. Kamani Vidal, big wow. run, gets across the 15, down across the 10. And just shy of the five-yard line. Just good blocking. Just yep. solid blocking. And uh, everyone on offense had a man on a man. And that pretty much puts the uh, icing on the cake. He'll take over first and seven with three, I'm sorry, now two minutes and 50 seconds. You don't take a knee here. You don't do it. You're going to try to score again. That's what I would do if I was Troy. You know, if there was under a minute, yeah, you take a knee, but not at this point. Vidal stays in at running back. Double tight ends over here now, shifting to the left side of the line. Near hash, the snap to Watson. Hands it off Vidal. And he'll kind of get stood up and dragged backwards by John Trey Hunter. His ball assignment right now is to get to the line of scrimmage, and if nothing happens, just don't let go of that football. John Trey Hunter, Javon Dennis on that stop. We're at 210 to go now in this one. Troy taking their time. Yep. As you would imagine. Ten seconds on the play clock now. Got a wide out here to the near side. Uh, well, right at the edge of the line there in Stoudemire. Vidal stays in, lines up to the right. Stoudemire now in motion. 
And they're keeping this puppy on the ground. Vidal will squirt forward and get to the six. Maybe the five. It'll yeah, bring they, up third down at six. They will put the ball right at the six-yard line. They snapped that ball right as the zero was uh, popping up with the uh, with the time clock. You know, again, they're taking it. It's one minute, 19, 18 seconds now left in the ball game. It'll be just under a minute when they run this third down and gold play. Trojans are going to take a road win back to uh, Troy. The 21-7 lead right now. There's right at a minute to go, and they're going to burn a timeout. Stations on our radio network, top of the hour. Let's top pause. Out, Troy. Next second. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification from Atlanta tonight. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. This is head coach Sean Elliott. You're listening to Georgia State Football on WGTJ, Murrayville, Gainesville, and W248DL, Murrayville, Gainesville. Third down and six. When we come out of the timeout, exactly 60 seconds to go in this one. The ball placed at the six-yard line. Troy leading at 21-7. Well, if they turn it over on downs, we'll get the ball back at about the seven or eight-yard line with under 20 seconds to go. Uh, but now the Troy fans, the faithful that have made the trip out here that are on the far side of the field, during that timeout, they got on their uh, on their feet and uh, cheered their team, which well deserved it. You know, wasn't a pretty game. I don't know what the over under would be, Dave, but uh, with two teams, it would have been in the mid 50s, and it's it's a low scoring ball game. 28 is the total right now. I'm not a betting man. I'm just saying that um, Georgia State 30 points under their average. Yeah. And, and Troy getting just about the amount of yards that they normally do. They are at 404 right now. All right, coming out of the timeout, Trojans and the Panthers back on the field. It's third down, ball at the six. Watson dead center of the field. Here's the snap. And Watson fakes the handoff. Watson going to keep it, and he's going to get tripped up. Back at the six-yard line, all that running, and not a whole lot going on. Well, Jeremiah Johnson does an, uh, an excellent job. That's yep. a great play right there. All by himself, one-on-one. You go against a quarterback, big guy too. You know, bootleg out to the right-hand side, and he tries to set his feet, break it back to the inside, and Johnson lifts him up and puts him down to the ground. It's fourth down. They'll have to run one more play. We'll get the ball with about 10 seconds left. Down two touchdowns. It should take a knee here right now or, or not take don't take the penalty unless you go for a field goal yeah they're going to call a timeout with yeah right now yep timeout Troy their third and final timeout with exactly 10 seconds to go in the football game so Troy is going to improve to three and two and Georgia State will drop to four and one. Again, still the best start in program history, but I sure would have liked to have been five and zero oh with an off week ahead and Marshall looming on the 14th. Yeah, but you still want another touchdown in Knoxville, don't you? You still want that, that touchdown. The field Not goal. The field, well, you wanted the touchdown, though. That's going back a ways. One of the great days in Georgia State football. Instead of 38, it would have been 41. 
Does that keep you up at, at night anymore? Or are you, Some you, nights. Are you getting over that? No. Um, you still nights. need therapy? I think you do. Yeah. yeah. Nobody seems to remember the 51 they scored against us in 2012. Yeah, that was uh, Donald Russell versus the world. Yep. All right, here's Watson on fourth down and six with only 10 seconds to go. Here's the snap. They're going to hand it off Kamani Vidal, and Vidal is going to get into the end zone for a touchdown with six seconds to go. Wow. I don't think they wanted to do that, but I think, you know, let's be honest, they're glad they did, and yep. with a chance to uh, put the game on ice, they end up getting another touchdown. They get to hear their band one more time. We just got to make tackles. That's it's plain and simple. Not being mean about the team or disrespectful to it. We just, that's what you got to do in the game of football. Fourteen tackle guys. Fourteen play drive, Harper. Sixty-eight yeah. yards. We'll read that time of possession. Oh Dave. gosh, eight minutes and fifteen seconds. Yeah. And they had multiple third down opportunities. We had a couple penalties. On to attempt the uh, PAT is Taylor Renfro. And the kick is up, and it is good. Scott Taylor Renfro splits the uprights with the PAT. Again, a 14-play drive. I tell you what, that's how to slam the door shut is put together a 14-play drive, 68 yards, and rip eight minutes and 15 seconds off the clock. Boy, that's, uh, that's, that's championship football right there. Sure is. There was a time when I was still playing. I, I joined the Green Bay Packers, and we were in a preseason game, and we just never gave the ball back. We're playing against the Giants, and I, this is the difference. This is what you do. You, you get first downs, and you keep the sticks moving. And the other team, they burn their timeouts. They don't get the ball back, and you, you win on the road, and it's a great feeling. So, unfortunately, the uh, Panthers on the wrong end of that tonight. Uh, but they get to regroup. As Dave said, they'll have a week off. I still am mad at the Sun Belt, Dave, for having two road games back-to-back on a Thursday night week. You play a Saturday road game, and then you go to have to go to Coastal on a short week. Then we got to do it again later on in the season. Booming kick that will land on the R in Georgia in the end zone to our left. Panthers will have the ball six seconds to go, trailing at 28-7. Detroit coaches over on the far sideline. Don't do anything stupid. Just, just let him take a knee. And we're lining up as if we're going to try a Hail Mary. Marcus Carroll late to arrive. Yep. He's on the sideline. The officials are waiting. They're going to rush three, and they're going to drop eight out about the 50-yard line. They're all behind the 45 or 50-yard line going the other direction. Here's the snap. The Panthers just going to run the football with Marcus Carroll. He's going to get hit right away, and that'll be your football game. Nice tackle there by Jackson. 98 T.J. Jackson out of Millbrook, Alabama. That's a that's a indicative of the game when we have nobody rushing and then we still can only get a yard or two. Uh, right. We should have got at least 10 or 15, but you know what? It was a tough night. Panthers will live the fight again, and uh, they will do so next time against Marshall. Troy the winner tonight by the final score of 28 to 7. Panthers now 4 and 1. And Troy has now put back-to-back wins together coming off that win last Saturday over Western Kentucky as they now go 
to three and two. Stay with us. Our Panther postgame show coming up on the other side of this two-minute timeout from Atlanta. This is the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Healing. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Ear Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at ConditionedEarSystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. <laughs> Lusab Kia Incoming is your hometown Kia dealership. What does it mean to be a hometown dealership? We believe it means giving back to the community through sponsorships and donations to local schools and nonprofit organizations. It means putting our focus on customer satisfaction before, during, and after the sale, more than just making the sale. We'd like to think that this is why we have the highest Google rating of any other Kia dealership in the area. At Lusab Kia Incoming, we're proud to sell some of the most stylish and reliable vehicles on the road with a 10-year, 100,000-mile warranty. Now that's peace of mind. Right now at Lusab Kia Incoming, we have our largest inventory ever of Telluride, Sportage, Seltos, Carnivals, and the hot new EV6. We're excited to be a part of the community, and this month we're offering an additional $500 for your trade. So come visit your hometown Kia dealership and experience world-class customer service at Lusab Kia Incoming online at lusabkia.com. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. This is the Panthers postgame show, a recap of today's game and a look ahead. Here's the voice of the Panthers, Dave Cohen. All right, Jeff, thank you very much. Fans headed to the exits here at Center Park Credit Union Stadium. Everything about tonight's game and the atmosphere was right on the money except what went on in between the white lines wouldn't you say yeah starting from the opening drive right everything was going well until oops wait a second that hasn't happened yet Darren Granger hadn't thrown an interception and on an errant play where he gets hit he's just trying to get the ball out of bounds just throw it away uh we're on the what seven yard line and eight yard line and uh things went downhill from there you know Dave it's pretty interesting the Troy Offense averages 417 yards a game. They had 410 tonight. They they gave up 303, and we only got 298. So this game almost fit perfectly within their parameter of averages. So if we'll look at some stats real quick, most important is the score. Troy wins 28-7. Troy had 410 yards, as I mentioned, 256 in the air, 154. They had four penalties today troy did 35 yards there they were six of 14 on third downs in the red zone they were four for four their time of possession gosh they almost had it uh, 10 nine minutes longer than we did 34 minutes and 48 seconds total for them uh they had one sack 
They had five tackles for loss here, so just a lot of things that they were able to do, and they won the turnover battle as well. Gunnar Watson, their quarterback, was 23 of 30 at 67%, 256, as I mentioned. He had one interception, but he also had one touchdown. Their leading rusher was Kamani Vidal, number 28. He had 23 carries for 76 yards. He had a touchdown. Damian Taylor had nine carries for 69 yards. One of them was that 45-yard touchdown that he had right there. He averaged 7.7 per carry. So 35 rushes, 154 yards, two touchdowns for them. Jabari Barber, uh, Barber, number one, had seven receptions, 121 yards for him. Uh, Running back Kamani Vidal had two receptions for 16 yards, and one of those was a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Ross had four receptions for 28 yards. There were a few others that had one each, 23 total, 256 yards, and one touchdown in the air. Now for the good guys, Georgia State had 298 total yards, 193 in the air, 105 on the ground. We had five penalties for 36 yards. We were 5 of 13 on third downs. Our total time of possession was 25 minutes and 12 seconds. Uh, we did have two, the fumbles. There were two of them today. We lost one of them, and we had those tur- two turnovers uh, in the air. So, unfortunately for Darren Granger, rough night for him. He was 19 of 29, 193 yards, as I mentioned, two interceptions, no touchdowns. Marcus Carroll had ni- excuse, yeah, 19 carries for 75 yards and a touchdown. Darren Granger had 11 carries for 25 yards. Travis Glover on that fake punt had one for five. 31 total carries, 105 yards and one touchdown. Robert Lewis was our leading receiver. Six receptions for him, 114 yards. Marcus Carroll had three for 37. Amon Green had three for 20. Uh, Talik Williams had three for 19. A total of 19 receptions, 193 yards for the Georgia State Panthers. But unfortunately, we only had seven points, and that wasn't enough to win the ballgame. All right, a quick look at our stats uh, for Harper uh, from Harper. And, uh, again, it doesn't change the score. Troy 28, Georgia State 7. Again, the Trojans now 3-2. Georgia State now 4-1 on the season. And Marshall up next on the 14th of October as the Panthers will head into an off week. No game on October the 7th. So uh, we'll see what happens or transpires uh, between now and then. We'll come back and we will hear some audio highlights from uh, tonight's ball game. We'll check the scoreboard one final time in the Sun Belt Conference. Keeping an eye on that Appalachian State-Louisiana-Monroe game in Monroe tonight. And then we'll wrap it up uh, for a Saturday night here at Center Park Stadium. Back with our final segment of our postgame after this two-minute timeout here in the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Whether you're a recent graduate, a young alumni, or an older alum, stay connected to your alma mater by becoming involved with the Georgia State University Alumni Association. The Alumni Office offers a wide variety of programs and services to keep you in touch, informed, and involved. Associate Vice President Christina Million. Among our signature programs throughout the year, the Distinguished Alumni Awards, 40 Under 40 Honors, GSU Cares Day of Service, the Young Alumni Summit, as well as our Life Membership Program. Representing nearly 285,000 alumni across Georgia and across the globe, the Alumni Association is here to serve, engage, and enhance the GSU community. 
Connect with us online at alumni.gsu.edu or call the alumni office at 404-413-2190. Hi, I'm Brooke with Conditioned Air Systems. Family owned and operated for over 35 years, we offer the best service in North Georgia for heating, air, and plumbing. This fall, install a new Train XV18 True Comfort Variable Speed Air Conditioner and receive a free Halo LED Induct Air Purifier. Give us a call at 1-800-AC-REPAIR or visit us online at conditionedairsystems.com. Comfort you can feel, quality you can trust. 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station for Georgia State football. We've got much more for you the post-game show coming up next with David Harper live in Atlanta on 97.5 Glory FM. When you're heading to Center Park Stadium and want to look your best in Georgia State blue, wear what the Panthers wear by visiting the Georgia State University Bookstore. Visit in person or online with locations on campus downtown, Alpharetta, Decatur, and Dunwoody, featuring the best selection of Georgia State apparel. Hear Georgia State football action all season right here on Glory 97.5 FM WGTJ. All right, our Panther postgame show continuing from a much quieter Center Park Stadium tonight. Good crowd here at the uh, stadium for this one. Unfortunately, Troy is going to leave Atlanta and head back down I-85 towards uh, Montgomery and Troy with a 28-7 win. We don't have very many audio highlights tonight. We can tell you that uh, the Panthers, as we recap this one, really got off to a quick start. They were just motoring downfield, but the first interception of the season by uh, thrown by Darren Granger was intercepted by O'Shai Fletcher and uh, inside the 20, and that uh, slammed the door shut on what looked to be a promising opening drive for the Panthers. Of course, headed back the other way. Troy put together a 12-play drive that went 93 yards, ate up 6.02 on the clock, and uh, they forced Scott Taylor Renfro to kick a 22-yard field goal. Those were the only three points in the first quarter. Troy would take that 3-0 lead into the second quarter, and uh, early on they would put together a 10-play drive, 64 yards, and uh, they would call on Taylor Renfro again, and this time he would uh, kick a 38-yard field goal. So it was a 6-0 lead. Time of that drive, 5-11. Georgia State would take what, in hindsight, was their only lead of the night. A 15-play drive, 75 yards. Time of the drive, 6-0-7. The 14 plays got Georgia State all the way down to the one-yard line. I thought they scored on a play or two earlier. But uh, from the one, the handoff went to Marcus Carroll for what turned out to be Georgia State's only score of the night. Snap to Darren. Hands it off again, Marcus. Carroll into the end zone. That time he got in. That's a Georgia State touchdown. His ninth rushing touchdown of the season. And Harper, the Panthers have tied the game at six. That was uh, Marcus Carroll's FBS leading ninth rushing touchdown of the season. Little did we know at that point that would be the last Georgia State lead of the night with the PAT from Liam Rickman. 7-6. Georgia State leading Troy at that point. The other big play, and this was our ticket smarter smart play of the game, was made by the defense. Troy was driving, and Ty G. Leach stepped in front of this throw by Gunnar Watson. Watson rears back, and it's intercepted on the far side. Ty G. Leach comes up with a pick, and the Panthers will get the ball now with 1.38 to go. 
That was the problem. Only 138 remaining before halftime. Nonetheless, Georgia State would take a 7-6 lead into the locker room at the end of the first half. Real quick, Damian Taylor, 45-yard touchdown run on a six-play, 75-yard drive. Put Troy up 13-7. Gunnar Watson, this is all third quarter, a 14-yard touchdown pass to Kamani Vidal on what Harper said, and he was right about that. A really, really nice, nicely placed throw towards the left quarter of the end zone. That was an eight-play, 58-yard drive. They converted on the two-point conversion and ended up um, they ended up taking a 21-7 lead into the fourth quarter. And, uh, of course, Darren Granger with Georgia State knocking on the door inside the one-yard line. Uh, Granger ends up fumbling the football, and uh, Troy recovers. Jaden McDonald, the linebacker, recovered it, and they took it all the way back to the 32-yard line. And then the last score of the night is their burning clock. It's really like what I call football quicksand. Kamani Vidal scores late, late, late in the game on a six-yard touchdown run, a 14-play drive, 68 yards, that ate up eight minutes and 15 seconds off the clock. Final Troy 28, Georgia State 7. That's football quicksand. Yeah, when you think about it, though, Dave, that play by Robert Lewis, that touchdown that was called back because they said he stepped out of bounds at the one, just outside the one-yard line. We get that. It was just an extra point, and it's a much closer game, and you got 10 minutes left to get in the ball game, and then we have those two rough plays that are taking place there in the uh, – here, I'll get that for you. Uh, they're they're uh, just sloppy plays at the goal line, and we end up having a turnover, and next thing you know, we're just – we're in quicksand ourselves just trying to describe this ball game. Here's some scores that uh, we'll give you some updates with nine minutes – and 16 seconds left to go. Georgia Southern has a 10-point lead over Coastal Carolina. I believe they broke a record. Dave was saying just a moment ago they had the largest attendance for a Eagles game in their history. Um, I don't know why would anyone would want to go to an Eagles game anyways, but uh, you know, I guess they, there's a lot of people there that have nothing better to do on a Saturday night, and they're winning. Southern Miss at home has made a little bit of a comeback. They have 19 straight points, but they're still trailing Texas State 42-29. to Here in the third quarter, Appalachian State has a one-point lead. Uh, Monroe is at home, and they've scored, but uh, the, the PAT is pending. So it's 35-34 right now with 8 minutes and 24 seconds left to go. Earlier today in Minneapolis, Minnesota beats Louisiana 35-24. James Madison at home wins 31-23 against South Alabama. On the road, Arkansas State has a big victory against UMass. 52-28 is the final. Marshall ends up undefeated. They're 4-0. They're 1-0 in the Sun Belt by beating Old Dominion. And our final here again is 28-7, Georgia State from Atlanta. Well, let me be the first to offer congratulations to you. You're not going to be with me on the uh, 14th against Marshall. You'll be returning to uh, California, and you're going to be inducted into your high school athletics hall of fame. How about that? So congratulations. Thank you. There's no way you could get the uh, Georgia State private plane to get you back to the East Coast to be with me on that uh, I thought that's taking you to uh, the next (laughs) KISS concert. But i got to join these two Hall of Famers. Dave and uh, Rick have both been inducted into the Radio Hall of Fame. So uh, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, but congr- uh, I'll congr- miss the game. And, uh, unfortunately, that will be like the third or fourth in my uh, tenure in my 14 years. You haven't missed a ball game. 
No. But, uh, yeah, I've missed, missed Wisconsin, West Virginia, and I can't think of any of the others except for now Marshall. So, real quick, your high school? Notre Dame High School, Sherman Oaks, California. Yeah. So you're going into the uh, Athletics Hall of Fame. Yes, yeah, I That's am. awesome. Yeah. Congratulations on that. Thank you much. So I appreciate I, it. So I won't see you again. till next month or something? No, we'll see you at the end of October. Well, you're going to miss Marshall. October 21, you'll be with me in lovely Lafayette, Louisiana. Yes, I will. I will take a swamper if I need to in order to be able to get through. Are we going to eat one of those places in Monroe that we have? We, we, we've had some difficult times uh, eating down there. You wouldn't think no, so. No, you're going to be in Lafayette, not Monroe. Oh, I'm sorry. That's right, Lafayette. Yeah. Great campus. Yep. All right, well, congratulations. We'll see you on the 21st. Remy Lazarus, the former Panther great, is going to try to fill your shoes on the uh, 14th. Well, if he shows up, he'll be better than I am, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. Congrats to Harper on that, going into his high school Hall of Fame out there in California. Uh, Troy, a winner here tonight. 28-7. They come into Atlanta and basically uh, shut down Georgia State, a team that had been averaging 37 points a game. Comes up with just the one touchdown, but the turnovers were part of it, and they lose it 28-7. The Panthers are now 4-1 and one on the season. Up next, following again an off week on the schedule, a showdown with the thundering herd of Marshall at Center Park Credit Union Stadium here. It'll be homecoming weekend on the 14th of October. They have not announced officially a game time Check georgiastatesports.com for game time information. Today's broadcast has been authorized under rights granted by Georgia State University to Van Wagner. The accounts and descriptions of tonight's broadcast may not be retransmitted in any form without the express written consent of Van Wagner and Georgia State University Athletics. I want to thank our broadcast crew tonight, Jeff Walker, at our flagship, the studios of 88.5 FM WRAS, Mike Wofford. At the studios of WGTJ, Glory 97.5 FM and 1330 AM in Gainesville, Georgia. Freddie Howell at LowCountryRadio.com in Savannah, Georgia. Joe Powers at WRBJRadio.com in Dublin, Georgia. Our on-site engineer, Rick Shaw. Technical assistance, Robert LaFour. So for Harper LaBelle, Dave Cohen saying goodnight from Center Park Credit Union Stadium in Atlanta. Final score again, Troy 28 Georgia State 7 until the 14th of October when the Panthers play the thundering herd of Marshall for homecoming. You've been listening to the Georgia State Football Radio Network. Oh, 97.5 Glory FM, your radio station. Georgia State Thank you for joining us for Georgia State University Panthers football. Made possible in part by Center Park Credit Union, Ticketsmarter.com, Northside Hospital, Ford and Coca-Cola. Join us again for more Sunbelt Conference action right here on the Panthers Radio Network.